Clenchman. <laughs> What's inside you? <laughs> oh, it's, it's worse than I thought. He <laughs> is the father. <laughs> the power of spoilers compels you. Jack, let go. The, the power of spoilers compels you. <laughs> He was dead the whole time! The power of spoilers compels you! The following podcast contains spoilers for The Last Exorcism! You have been warned, demon! What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of KFR News Radio. This is your host, Benjamin Button, along with your host, Miguel Magusto. Hello. Mm, greetings, my friend. Hello. Greetings. How art thou? Not bad. I, I uh, moved my room around a little bit. I'm hopefully... Again? Hopefully. Yeah, a little bit more. There's some things okay. I moved. Um, and now I'm hopefully recording correctly in 4K, so that's, that'll yeah. be nice. Well, hopefully we don't have any audio problems this time where you keep cutting out and I'm just pretending to understand what you're saying. Well, what? Let's be honest, that's, that's, that's what happens all the time. I pretend to just understand what you're saying. I mean, that's the whole world just for, just being nice to me because... That's true. Karma, I guess. I don't know. Yes. But how are you doing, Glenn? <sighs> I'm sweaty, man. Yeah. I'm sweaty and I'm recovering from a little bit of food poisoning on Saturday. Ooh. Yeah. Not good. Last, Last time it was uh, this this little bit of ramen that I had. I don't know if it's something in the ramen that I'm that just genuinely fucks me up or what. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is twice in a row now, so I don't know if I'm gonna get that specific thing anymore. And if it's not that specific thing, it's one other specific thing. You know, if it's that specific thing, I swear to fucking Christ. <sighs> yeah, I'd avoid it if I were you. I would too. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm okay. Just still yeah. sweaty though. Can't cool. escape that. Hey, you see any movies you want to talk about real quick before oh. we get gets to going? Oh, I can talk about some of those. Only Ooh. some, though. I can't let you in on the whole pot. Because mm-hmm. that thing is sizzling. What is yeah. that? There's, that? there's one of those things I don't know what we're talking about. Uh, so I kind of continued the streak of watching the Friday the 13th movies. I had... Uh, cool. Yeah. I watched uh, Friday the 13th, A New Beginning, which is... Just another movie. <laughs> Just another movie in the Friday the 13th franchise. For the most part, it was pretty decent, but it's kind of like all the other ones where it's like... Just a slasher movie that you yeah. could just it's just a throwaway movie for horny teens to go and see some other horny teens get cut up and all this other shit. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't bad for the most part, <laughs> but I mean, it wasn't great either. I did... Missed the last like ten minutes because I, I just wasn't paying attention. So I'll have to go back and actually rewatch that last ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I had uh, rewatched a little movie called The Garden of Words, which is a movie that I want you to eventually watch, but I know you're not gonna lot watch it mainly because <clears throat> the romance. It's not like a real like big part of the movie, but it's kind of yeah. like 
enough for you to be like, this is stupid. We know but how I am with romance. The animation in it is glorious, but you're also a little finicky with that sometimes too. Is it but anime? I think, yeah, it's a. Uh, the animation is drop dead gorgeous. I think you would like it. You would respect it a little bit. You might not. I mean, I respect like all it. anime. It just bothers me watching it for two hours. Yeah. Well, luckily so. for you, this is forty something minutes. So oh, there you go. It's doable. Yeah. Um, after that, I tried to watch Hocus Pocus, but I have this weird thing with my body. Whenever I start to watch this movie, I just drift away into sleep and never want to finish watching it. There you go. Um, Hocus Pocus. I I just can't finish that movie. Not that it's bad. Not that it's good. I just can't get through it without going away into another dream world. Yes. Um, and then, of course, I watched The Last Exorcism, which we shall get into in quite a moment. But first, yes. I know you've got at least a few up your little sleeve, my uh, friend. I have exactly a few. I mm -hmm. watched three movies. Uh, yeah, one of them was five and a half hours long, and it took Whoa. me three days to watch. So I feel like that counts for something. That's more three like... Three days, uh, that's impressive. Yeah, three three days. Two hours, two hours, an hour and a half. Um, Damn. So, yeah. Uh, so that one was Fanny and Alexander. It is technically uh, the last film in my Ingmar Bergman collection, but there's two cuts of it. I watched the, the five-and-a-half-hour cut. There's a three-and-a-half-hour cut I have to watch. Mm -hmm. And then after that, the making of that. And then once I do that, I will be done with everything. Uh, but go. I really like this. Uh, I feel like I'm going to like the theatrical cut better. Mm -hmm. Um because this was the this it was like a mini series that they they cut into a theatrical release yeah. um, length, uh, and my only problem with this is that for being called Fanny and Alexander, there's a good chunk of it about two hours that has nothing to do with Fanny and Alexander. What the hell, man? Uh, which which was still good. It just wasn't as interesting as the part about Fanny and Alexander. Yeah. Um. So I think I'm gonna like the theatrical cut even more than I like this, and I like this quite a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, so that was Fanny and Alexander. Then you and I saw a movie. I don't know if you mentioned this because I, I had something probably in my eye. didn't because it was yeah. I'd never rated and that's why I never brought it up. We didn't do a review for it because we were kind of just we wanted to have Plaza Azteca and chill. Oh my god, you know, something did we, we haven't too. done in a long time. So that's what we did, and we saw a uh, Argentinian movie. Mm -hmm. I believe it's definitely Spanish language. I believe it's Argentinian. Uh, recommended by my friend John Clark. I found out afterwards that he hadn't seen it yet. And he was just recommending it. He was I misunderstood what he was saying. He was just recommending wow. it based on the hype it was getting. Well uh, but hey, I'm glad he brought it, it up because it was it was pretty darn good, uh, when evil lurks. Um and uh yeah, so it's like a possession movie. We watched a lot of possession movies this week. It is October. Um, yes. Uh but it was like it was a different kind of possession from the normal ones that you see. Mm -hmm. From like English language films, so I really appreciated that. So if you if you haven't seen When Evil Lurks, check it out. It's a limited release. Uh, I think the theater we went to was the only theater near us that was showing it. Yeah, surprisingly, um, KOP wasn't really showing it. Yeah, at all. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I highly suggest people check that out when they can. Mm -hmm. uh, sp very spooky. Very uh, spooky. Very violent too, in a good way. Very well, violent for yes. for me at least. I'm a yes. I'm a weird viewer. I want to see fucked up shit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, When Evil Lurks. And then the final thing I watched was The Last Exorcism, which we're going to get into right now. I looked right into the light, not in the camera, and now my eyes are all weird. <laughs> now, can you hear me? Yeah. Good, nothing to be nervous about. What is that? It's coming through my skin. Please help. Get it out of my... Let him come now. 
just now. In the fire. A troubled evangelical minister agrees to let his last exorcism be filmed by a documentary crew directed by Daniel Stamm, written by Huck Botko and Andrew Garland, not to be confused with Alex Garland, who mm -hmm. I was thinking was named Andrew Garland last week, but it's Alex Garland who did like Ex Machina and stuff. Um, yeah, uh, starring Patrick Fabian, Ashley Bell, Ir uh, Iris or Iris Barr, uh, Louis Hertham, Caleb Landry Jones, uh, Tony Bentley. And uh, the cameraman, I'm assuming, was played by Daniel Stamm, because I don't see anyone else that is on here. Oh, maybe. Nope. Adam Grimes is the voice, I guess, of Daniel Moskowitz, uh, the cameraman. I don't know. There's two guys named Daniel, and one is the director. Yeah, I don't and know. Then one, one is never be, seen. Actually. Yeah, one's not seen at all. Uh, so I think it's Adam Grimes did the voice, but I doubt he held the camera. I could be wrong. Who knows? Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I picked this because uh, I think it is one of the better found footage films ever made. Um, I think a lot of found footage films rely on the gimmick too much. And yeah. I feel like this does a fantastic job of actually creating a compelling film that happens to involve like paranormal horror stuff yep uh and then ends in such a way we we did spoilers uh mm -hmm. that warrants the found footage title um where it's like obviously the 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 filmmakers within the story were not able to finish the film yeah um so it's it, it's fantastic and i i when i went to go see it i didn't know what to expect from it uh, I didn't know it was a found footage film. I just went and saw it with my friend Jason Brown. You know Jason. I do. Um, and we we had like a little movie day, and this was one of the movies we watched, and it just kind of blew me away. I really enjoyed it. And mm -hmm. I think the 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb is a horrible score for it. That is a very uh, horrible score, to be honest. And I think people are stupid who rated it below at least a 6. I think 6 is fair. I think higher is more deserving. But if you gave it a six, I'd understand. Anything lower than that, what's wrong with you? Glenn! Oh. We established last week that you had watched this before and just didn't rate it. What did you think of it? Um, so, yeah, I didn't I didn't rate this because I always get this in, uh, I think it was Haunting in Connecticut that I always get mixed up, yeah. at least from, like, the posters. Um, so I did watch this before. Um, I'm very, very certain I watched this with my, my dad and my sister, who, again, if you've been... Uh, watching or listening to the podcast, you would know they like horror movies way more than I do. Yeah. Um, but this one, it kind of kind of came off the um, the Kirk. There's some spooky shit going on behind me, man. Oh, what <laughs> kinda, happened? I don't know. There's like dripping noises. And, I, I heard wood and weird and weird cracking. Yeah. Oh. Um. Anyway, kind of kind of came off the Kurt Tales of Paranormal Activity like a couple of years after. Um, with then like it kind of uh, flooded along with other movies that kind of came with the genre of found footage 
Um, yeah. Obviously, after Blair Witch too. But mm-hmm. um, so this this is kind of one in the one in the few that get overlooked when it comes to the genre. I think it definitely didn't have the hype that the others had. Yeah, which and is a only... shame because it's it's head like head over heels, or it is so much better than the the other ones. Yeah. in my opinion. Um, like the. Uh, well, I won't talk about those movies, but I think there's this and a couple other movies that kind of do get lost compared to the the bigger named ones. Uh, yeah. This is definitely one of them. And when I first watched this movie, I, I fucking loved this movie. This was a great movie. So much I loved it so much that I got it mixed up all the time with Haunting in Connecticut. Make that make sense? Um, but yeah, I, this was like a genuine uh, great movie to watch the first time, even if yeah. even if I wasn't that into horror like my family was um but yeah it was, it was a lot of fun it was a lot yeah. of fun to rewatch it too i was trying to remember like trying to remember as i was watching what happens for the most part mm-hmm. but it's it's genuinely pretty easy to remember a lot of it but the movie does kind of so well with kind of you know how it's going to end you know obviously it's it's one of those movies but it's it does a really good job of kind of subverting you a little bit absolutely on on it's like oh well maybe maybe a demon isn't haunting this girl at all yeah they probably are (laughs) yeah well that's my favorite part of it is that it, it follows this uh this pastor who kind of grew up being forced into being a pastor by his father Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's kind of just finally tired of exploiting people by acting like he believes in this. Um, and, and, you know, from the very get go, he's like, people don't pay attention in church. He even like says, yeah. I will, I will preach about my, my grandmother's banana bread recipe and no one's going to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Banana bread pudding, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And he does it. And, and it's, it's one of the funnier moments in it. And I just love that it follows him. And like, you know, the whole, the whole idea of it is that like, He's he's there to prove that this isn't real, mm-hmm. and then about the you know fifty minute mark hour hour mark is when he starts like second guessing himself. He's like, maybe this is real. Yeah, but and he's I, I just to... love I love that back and forth that it does, and and even like so much so that like the last time they he tries to exercise her, uh, she she's uh, as the quote unquote demon. Uh, says, uh, "What if I give you a blowing job?" And then that's <laughs> and that's like what makes him realize that she's just lying. And it's just like this fantastic reveal. And then yep. you know they they backtrack on it. It's just it it, it just whips whips you back and forth. And I I love that about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's great. It, it's it's very good at subverting. Yeah. Uh, especially like him, like you were saying, he kind of he kind of reaches back and he's like, "Oh shit, maybe this is happening again." Mm-hmm. And, like, he does a very good job of, like, just playing the part, period. Like, yeah. how overly hammy he is when he's doing, like, the banana stuff. Yeah, like, when he doesn't believe in everything. He, he, like he's, he's just... Obviously, he's a character. He's an actor playing a character in the movie. But yeah. then the character is playing a character within itself. It was just really funny. Yeah. But, um, and then when he's in... Obviously, when he's in front of the camera, in front of the people that he's kind of, you know, manipulating... Mm-hmm. Um, he even goes even the first exorcism uh, not to say that there's two even though there's spoilers um but the first exorcism and how just overly hammy he is and just how anybody who wants to believe will believe but if any just other person like said uh caleb would just be like what the fuck are you doing man yeah (laughs) um 
yeah, it's 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 very it's very very good, man. I yeah, I'm trying to find words to put it into it correctly, but well, speaking of like the first exorcism. Um, uh, when he's like faking it, I, I love how they intercut the exorcism with how he's doing everything, like you know, mm-hmm. hiding the speakers and and uh, putting the powder in the uh, crucifix. Yeah, powder in the crucifix. He even explains like the burning of the skin is like a nickel allergy. I think that's not part of the exorcism, but like he explains it, like scientifically how yeah. everything comes about. And um, I I, I just it, it's just such a unique standpoint for this kind of movie. It could have so easily been, like, just a guy retiring. He always believed. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they decide to go with, like, the cynical route, which I, I love, you know. I, I think mm-hmm. it's it's way more realistic that way, which uh, makes it when they reveal that it was real all along and you see the demon coming out of the fire, yep. it's just shocking at that point, where it's just like, holy shit, this was... Like, what? What? God damn, we went from uh, about a six, maybe a... a I'm sorry, a 5.7... Uh, yeah. On the scale of crazy to a, a goddamn 10 instantly. Yeah. And where I feel a lot of found footage films are kind of laughable, you know, Blair Witch, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Paranormal Activity absolutely is laughable uh, yeah. with just how bad it's made. This is competently made because it's supposed to be like a, a documentary. Uh, and uh, that's that adds to the creep factor Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, when when uh, what's the girl's name? Nell. When Nell, Nell. Yeah, yeah, takes yeah. the camera in the middle of the night uh, and she just like kind of like gets films naked what she's doing, and gets becomes naked, a witch, man. Uh, uh, kills the cat with the camera and everything. Mm-hmm. It makes that creepy. Uh, it got to the point where like p- watching it on my big screen, anytime she would look into the camera, I would just get like the chills. Yeah. Like it's just like even though I know it's a movie. Uh, like it just it gave me chills and that's very rare for me in a horror movie that it gives me chills and and especially with the the foreshadowing that she really does not like the camera guy um mm-hmm. which looking at the character's name Daniel Marowitz or Moskowitz uh is uh kind of i guess makes sense in a way um you know that demon's just anti-semitic i guess Oh, I was like, where is that going? <laughs> uh, uh, well, I, I'm pretty sure that's a Jewish name. It's If not, it is definitely like a Polish name. Yeah. And there's like a lot of xenophobia told, uh, told toward Polish people. Mm. Um, so I, I think that that's what they were trying to do or just like, you know, because if you believe in the lore of the Bible and everything, Jewish people are the chosen people. Um and, and and the Torah, not just the Bible. You're chosen uh, to get fucked and, up. And this. again, not not here to say that anyone is wrong about that. I personally don't believe that, but like, yeah, uh, there's many people that do. So in the world where a demon believes that Jewish people are the chosen people, they would obviously hate the camera person mm-hmm. uh, with a uh, Jewish last name. But like, I don't remember this, um, them saying his last name. Uh, and I kind of no. just put that together now. So who knows? I could be making stuff up, but I thought that was pretty interesting. I don't, um, I don't think they ever mentioned it. They they barely said most of the first, well, some of the first names. They, if they did, it was like an introduction where like we're not really paying attention to what he's saying anyway. Yeah. Uh, but but still, I like if that if that was on purpose, and I'm not just looking too deep into it because mm-hmm. of her hatred towards the cameraman. Uh. That's that's brilliant. If not, uh, whatever. It, it happens. Yeah. Man. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's just that, you know, from top to bottom, 
brilliantly executed. One mm-hmm. of the creepiest movies I I have seen. Um, and, and the the actors just make it feel so real. And there's some pretty big actors in this too. Like it's not yeah. just like Paranormal Activity or Blair Witch Project where they get literal nobodies. Like uh, Patrick Fabian has been in a bunch of stuff. Um, uh, most notably, well, most no- everything is mostly after this movie mm-hmm. that I can see. But you know, he's he's a pretty recognizable face. Well, Caleb um, Jones is in a bunch too. Yeah, well, likely. this was one of his first things. This yeah. was definitely one of his first things. But then also, uh, the the man who plays the father, Lewis Hertham, he is in at the very least Westworld. Um, oh, he the, had Caleb Jones had a bunch of stuff basically at the same time. Yeah, he was in No Country for Old Men, and then Breaking Bad, and then Last Exorcism, and what then is Social he in Network, no, no Country for Old Men, and then uh, Boy on Bike. So not oh, not okay. really much. But Breaking Bad, Last Exorcism, Social Network, and X Men basically all yeah. in one year is kind of nuts. <laughs> he had that, and then another year. Um, let's see, he had uh, he had yeah he uh, in 2017 he had another big year where three of the movies he was in were nominated mm-hmm. for Best Picture: Get Out, The Florida Project, uh, or or an Oscar. I don't know if Florida Project was nominated for Best Picture, and then three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't remember for sure. But yeah, he he's a uh, He's had a, a few big years. He's he's a great character actor. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just I think it's just such a great movie. I love how it's kind of like shedding light on the whole corporatization of Christianity and everything. Yeah, not that the belief system is necessarily a bad thing, but the 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 business side of it is immoral at least, if not completely illegal. Um, yeah, and uh, it's especially because it has such a grip on impoverished and uneducated areas like the deep south mm-hmm. um well, he, they mentioned that by saying like there's a lot of illiteracy in the area they're going to and yeah. uh it's just a, a really it, it has it has a lot of depth to it it's not just a horror movie it has like something as little as it might be to say about like the state of religion yeah in the well, south even the uh the head uh I doubt it's a real word i'm not sure documentarian uh, Iris, um, she even comes, she was like, so So basically you're saying that you're a fraud. And he's like, mm, well, I, I wouldn't say that. I'm yeah. helping people with their ailment. I'm doing what everyday people do is yeah, helping people with a problem that they have. And if this is the way they think that that problem needs fixed, that's what I'm yeah. doing. He's essentially a walking placebo, which isn't yeah. necessarily fraud. Well, it's, like it's, placebo, it's like, the placebo effect is a, is a, is a, notable scientific experiment that does work like yeah. people get placebos all the time and it works i'm pretty sure i've been given compl- uh, placebos and it has worked it's like so. a, it's well don't come at me ladies okay it's like a fortune teller like palm reading and all that tarot cards yeah it's like it's like that like it helps some people in, in their ways or whatever but is it completely real i don't know that's not a discussion for me and you to have because you'll probably slit my throat too yeah just like the camera guy but um yeah, I really liked how he explained it and how, like, how he's like, well, I mean, you could call me that, but that's not what I would call myself, that I mm-hmm. am helping people genuinely. Um, and if it, you know, to everybody else's eyes, if it doesn't seem like they're helping. In this sp- specific case, it didn't. <laughs> I mean, yes, he was definitely a fraud <laughs> for, yeah. for, uh, for the most part um, until uh, pro- he probably most likely at the end found his faith again f- trying to fight 
the demon that just happened to be the demon that he just ran. I feel like he randomly picked in this book of exorcism. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, when I found out his name too, the good old Reverend cotton, I immediately was like, Oh, uh, that's a bold strategy cotton. Let's see how this one play, plays out. <laughs> and, uh, well, it might have it might have played out with checkers in his entrails who knows I, mm-hmm. I don't know i'm not a demon um but yeah it's it's a great movie definitely supremely uh underlooked in the genre um there's there's a bunch of them too uh i'd have to look i there's a, I, I can't remember most of the names i barely even remembered this name because i thought it was haunting in connecticut um but yeah it's it's a solid movie definitely not deserving of a 5.7 um the girl who played nell ashley bell she Mm. was great like she was she transitioned so well from being just this little like homeschooled farm girl to just straight sinister little (laughs) respect to her absolute (laughs) bitch well she she really let her dark brown eyes work to her favor yeah uh because you know, they always kind of looked black just from the lighting standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she was able to, like, turn on the innocence or turn it off at, like, a moment's notice because yeah. her eyes looked black pretty much the entire time. Um, and also, I, I read this when I first watched this. I couldn't find confirmation uh, other than the fact that she was an athlete at some point. But I feel like I read one of those first came out that she was a gymnast and that all of, like, the contorting she did was practical like she uh um like anytime her neck looked like it was going in a yeah uh, impossible position (laughs) yeah it's just like you know she has so many muscles in her neck and and stuff that she's able to do something like that um and and, last exorcism part two yeah obviously it's probably not as good as this one Uh, i haven't seen it because i I like garner too if i feel like there shouldn't be a sequel I will not watch the sequel because I want to remember a film for how it was by itself. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's just such a, now see that one's, that one's probably bad. And I'm curious if it's found footage as well. Written by Damien Chazelle, huh? Really? Oh, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. This is 2013. Interesting. (laughs) I also I like the fact that like they showed uh, and this is something that I have personal experience with. This was a very relatable movie to me for many points. Uh, Mm -hmm. One for one part, uh, you know, when people think of like churches that should be taxed, they think of like the mega churches and everything um, that there are far too many of. But they don't think of the majority of churches, which are like small churches that have like 50 people in them. Mm-hmm. In the congregation, which is the kind of church my dad led when I was growing up. Uh, so, like, the financial struggles that he was going through that kind of guided him. I, that's such a religious word to use, guided. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it fits uh, right like, now. <laughs> and, it like, it forced his hand, really, to do these exorcisms that he knew was fake. Uh, so it wasn't just him being, you know, a con man or whatever. It's like he had legitimate financial problems that he wasn't trying to get rich off of these people. He was just trying to like take care of his family. Uh, so it kind of showed that like, you know, on, on one hand, yeah, he's kind of a dick for lying to these people, but who wouldn't in in his situation? Some Um, say, gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do what you gotta do. 
Um, and and it, I just love how many different things they throw at you. Like there's the, the mm-hmm. subplot of potential abuse that, that Iris believes uh, and they make us believe at some point. Um, and and it's it just, there's so many layers, Glenn. There's a lot so of layers. Much, so much goes on in this like 88 minute movie. It's, it's, it's like great. a little, like a little onion. Yeah. Uh, and it just really kind of bothers me that anytime I mention it, especially to like big horror fans, they're like, what is that? And like, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah. I don't know. This, this is definitely, definitely underlooked. Yeah. Um, from what I remember, I'm pretty sure my family liked it. Mm-hmm. They better fucking knock them out. Both of them. How dare they? Uh, but yeah, holds up to me as well. Yeah. Like, not much is really, there's like, not really technology, like, uh, cell phones and shit going on, which makes for the best horror movies and yeah. to me. That way everybody's not like, oh, yeah. get, on, get on the phone, text, go text John. Go text John what's going on. I don't know. I think, I think it's a really great movie. Yeah. Uh, w- one last thing I will add. Uh, well, two things. Mm. Um, the first thing I will say is I hit the, the whole motivation for him to not to kind of stop believing in God and realizing that everything he's been doing is is just more, does more harm than good uh, was the fact that a a twelve year old kid died during an exorcism mm-hmm. uh, and his and, and his kid was like ten or like yeah. a little maybe a little and, bit younger and that's something that is very true people have died during exorcisms I mean the mm-hmm. the the exorcism of Emily Rose uh, another exorcism movie is based off of a real case in Germany. That was uh, the priests were tried because um, the the young woman that they were doing an exorcism on died. Uh, so it, it's like it is it is something that I feel like does not get enough uh, news is because that you know the people that believe in it believe in it and the people who don't yeah. think it's a joke is like people are actually dying from these things uh, mm-hmm. that are probably not real. Um, you know, even when I did believe in God, I didn't believe in the devil. So, like, I, I was. Well, just, they say in this, if you believe in God, you gotta believe in the devil. That's so. not true at all. Mm. In the least, if you believe in the Bible, you gotta believe in the devil. Yeah. Uh, but I always knew that the Bible was written by humans who would probably lie to control people. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think while I get why he's saying that, and I agree with like. You know, because well, even, he's, he's coming even, in from a Bible standpoint, not a, a, a spiritual Yeah, I mean, creator even he himself in it said that, um, oh, no, movie recording has stopped. I must have ran out of memory. Uh-oh. It's a good thing I got the Logitech going. Um, yeah. He even says in it that um, uh, he doesn't believe in demons or anything like that. Well, he uh, didn't believe in God. That was the whole thing. Yeah. He, he had stopped believing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but I think even... Even when he did, I don't think he, I assume he didn't believe in demons. Yeah, I mean, he always knew he, he was. was he at. always knew he was faking it. So yeah, um, yeah, it has great sound design too when when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I that's the uh, the one thing I'll add is that I, oh did I, did I even finish my thought? We were, the whole history of exorcism and everything. So like, even when I did believe in God, I thought exorcisms were bullshit because. I always just thought that there was no de- like no Satan or no devil because that is obviously to me just yeah. a made up story for humans to control people. The whole God part's not controlling people; it's the threat of going to hell that's controlling people. Yeah, uh, and so to me, I was always like, like, why would a God create us just to make a, a deal with the devil that if we didn't believe in him, he would go to hell? 
Like that's that's stupid. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, bad writing humans. Bad, <laughs> bad writing humans from <laughs> two thousand years ago. Um, but yeah, I I always thought it was stupid. And then the last thing I will say is that I always love the camera operators in found footage films because they're always the most cowardly. Yeah. They're really just like the audience, uh, like reacting. They're always just like, "We got to get out of here. What the fuck are we doing?" And I, Daniel was kind of like that. He's just like, "She said she's gonna cut off my head." Why are yeah. we still here? Why are we still here? Even, uh, she's, yeah, she's 16 years old, but uh, a 16 year old's psycho? Uh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, hello. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny to me because, well, first, as a white person, and two, as a person who likes getting the shot, if I'm behind the camera, I want whatever that shot is. I don't care. Well, I do care a little bit. I care about my life, but. I feel like you've never I, been put in a situation like he has been. Yeah, put in. I mean, I've been so. to I've been to abandoned places where it's fucking super duper scary and shit like that because it's yeah. completely pitch black. I was in like a basement of this one place and like my friends are like dipping out. I'm like, I want to check out what the fuck is. I was that typical white person. Yes. God damn it. Um, but like I, me, I'm like, I gotta see what the fuck's down here. And lo and behold, it was just like a flooded basement. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, he's he's a real one. <laughs> yeah, he's a real I, one. But yeah, it's it's always the camera guy in the in these movies. Like uh, in Cloverfield, Cloverfield, it was it is, uh, it, uh, TJ, TJ Miller. Miller. Yeah, and he's like comedic relief. Uh, I, I I haven't seen Blair Witch Project in a long time, and I hated I still it. So I don't seen really the remember. first one. It's not very good. Um, I mean, I, I understand why it was such a big sensation because it was like the first movie of its kind. Well, also the marketing kind of, for it not was really. fucking yeah, crazy. The marketing. Uh, but like, I, I feel like I remember him being like the the sane one where it's just like, yo, we should get out of here. What are we doing? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I always appreciate them. But yeah, that's really all I got to say. I think this is a very underappreciated film. If, funny stories. We actually, uh, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I again, I I've never seen the movie, but we created like a like a small short for our school um, like news thing mm-hmm. where we we redid the Blair Witch, but in like a five minute segment, um, and and I was the camera operator, <laughs> and I was going like, <gasps> we should go, guys. <gasps> like I was that fucking character, and <laughs> I just remembered that, and it's so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. Why are we here? <laughs> Yo, we gotta get out of here. What are we doing, man? <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that's that's all I've got too. Yeah. Um, really, got to say that there's, and this will definitely be the last thing. It's a very strong ending. Uh, mm, very I love strong. that the one pastor he kind of befriended was one of the Satanists, as yep. well as that super nice lady. She was a yep. Satanist. Uh, and sweetheart. Then, you know, once he realized it was real, he went like charging in. Mm-hmm. With uh, the crucifix, no, the crucifix, no, you know, thought for his own safety and everything. So mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool and, was, and, and quick character arc. It was really cool that he was always, no matter what, he's like, I, I gotta save this girl. Like, yeah. Even if I don't believe what's happening, I really think she needs help, and I, I have to save this girl. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You got anything else? I guess about it. All right, so that does it for the review of The Last Exorcism. That brings us to the judgment. As always, it needs to be a unanimous decision whether or not goes to the KFR show for the likes of Boss One Handmaiden. This was my uh, pick, so I get to go first. 
I think it's very clear just from how I talked about it. I haven't seen that. I hadn't seen this since uh, shortly after I got it on Blu-ray mm-hmm. after it was in theater. So it's been at least it's been over 10 years since I last saw it. Same. Um, so I think I watched it in 2011. Yeah. So and, and uh, it, it still holds up to me. Like, it's still a very compelling film. Very mm-hmm. well made. Extremely creepy. Uh, and uh, for this very you know, specific genre of horror, the found footage genre of horror. Mm-hmm. I think it's far none the best. I can't personally think of one that's better. Uh, I'm sure many people will disagree with me. There's um, probably a couple contenders, I think, for... I'd have to rewatch a few. It's yeah, it's it's the first one that comes to mind. Like, if someone says, what's the best found footage film? This is the first one that comes to mind. Yeah. Um, I could be, you know forgetting one that I like more than this, but I, I, I think this is the best one. And for that reason, I would say it does go on the shelf. <laughs> uh, I would also say it goes on the shelf. There's not many mm. in the genre that I, I would put on the shelf, but I think this this is uh, by far probably top three uh, yeah. f- found film. I have to watch Blair Witch. I think there's one called Wreck. I don't know if it's good or not. It's good. It's just I I like the elements in this one better. Yeah, and um, then like I I can't. There's like there's another one okay. in like a hotel or some shit, and it's like uh can can I don't know. I have cont- to. I'd have, um, to, I'd have to look it up. Um, but I feel like a, there's a lot of contenders. But I think this one is up. It's fucking up there and does not deserve a five point seven. Yeah. It definitely deserves higher. And everybody was great. Shots were great. Uh, just, just the, uh, just the tension, just the tension of the yeah. whole thing, the leading aways. I think all, everything was great. This, uh, list I just found, conti- uh, um, considers what we do in the shadows as a found footage film. To me, yeah. it's more of a mockumentary, uh, cause it, yeah. it doesn't have the element of them dying at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I can remember. It's been a while since I've seen it. Uh, but it's, I um, can see it, but I wouldn't, I, w- I mean, found footage horror. Yeah. Was, I, I wouldn't put it in that one. For yeah, sure. I, I would. I would definitely not consider it that. But if we are putting it in there, that one's my favorite. Yeah, I disagree with that categorization, though. Yeah. Uh, but yes. So the last exorcism does go on the KFR shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handman, and that brings us to our assignment for next week, mm. going into week five. We're yes. almost done. We got two more weeks. So close uh, of of the two twenty twenty three spooktacular Spooktober, and this week, Glenn, it's your pick. Tell me, what are we watching? I'm going out. <laughs> swinging baby Ooh. even though we're not really ending but I'm, I'm i'm coming in swinging i'll say that motherfucker how about that one that's a good one Whoa. uh i had been contemplating on watching this one for a while and luckily it kind of fits the category in this uh mm-hmm. or at least when it came out it definitely fit the fucking category uh, for how old i was at the ripe age of nine years old this came out in 2002 <sighs> Mike, how much do you love M. Night Shyamalan? Well, he's only the guy that got me into filmmaking in the first place. Oh, what movie was that that really sparked your interest in filmmaking? The Village. Oh, and I will, the one before that. I, I will not <laughs> apologize for liking The Village. I'll fight anyone who says that that's a bad movie. Well, we're going to do the one, I'm pretty sure it was before that one. Y- yeah, it is. Yes, well, too- I don't know what you're doing, so... Uh, you well, definitely did say, didn't tell me I this beforehand. I did say 2002. So, oh yeah, I, and yeah, then I, Village I know came out in 2004. Is. We're gonna watch Signs, baby. Why? 
Yes. I didn't know this at all. Because mm. we're definitely not recording two things back to back. Mm. I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> <laughs> Some animals around the county have been acting funny. Some of them violent. It's almost like they act when they smell a predator around. <laughs> Amon, Nairobi, Bangalore, and Jerusalem as the Same shows on every station. Every station. It is the 18th reported crop site in that country in the last 72 hours. I'm a little scared. All this stuff on TV. Joe Gills was in here talking about the end of the world. They're staying in the shadows. It's called probing to make sure things are all clear. Clear for what? For the rest of them. There's a monster outside my room. Can I have a glass of water? Former reverend living with his children and brother on a Pennsylvania farm finds mysterious crop circles in their fields, which suggests Ooh. something more frightening to come. Directed and written and produced by M. Night Shyamalan, stars Mel Gibson, Joaquin Phoenix, R uh, Rory Culkin. I almost called him Rory Culkin Culkin. Like, <laughs> it, uh, like, his, like his brother's fucking... M Macaulay Culkin? Macaulay, Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin. That's... He wanted to change his name to that. Now it fucked the whole lineup for his whole family. Now I just want everybody like that. Uh, anyway, uh, Abigail Breslin, Cherry Jones, M. Night Shyamalan on self, uh, Patricia Kalember, uh, Ted Sutton. Uh, there's so many other people in there, but mm -hmm. it mainly uh, focuses on the main family here of the core four. So yeah, I yeah. definitely wanted to rewatch this movie. It had been a long, long ass time. Um, and we got to talk about it. Yeah. We got to yeah, talk do. about it. Uh, I'm definitely excited to rewatch this and haven't definitely already rewatched it because we're going <laughs> to record right after this. What are you talking about? Oh, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about this one. So Yes. Yes. That is, uh, that will do it. Oh, Signs. I never said where it was. My bad. Oh. Holy shit. Oh. Uh, so Signs will be on Sling, uh, HBO Max. And I'm not calling it Max. Shut the fuck up. It's on Hulu, uh, Roku channel for premium subscription, along with uh, Prime as well for the premium subscription. So there you go. I watch yes. it on HBO Max. You do, you do what you want with that information. Yes. So, signs is our assignment for next week. Thank you, everyone, for listening as always and watching. Oh, I almost oh, forgot that. Oh. As always, you can check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com. On Instagram, we're Keystone underscore film underscore review. TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube, Keystone Film Review. And on Letterboxd, I am Mike KFR. And I'm Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week when Lionel Pritchard and the something boys, what are their names? Oh, uh, fuck. What were their last names? They do a bunch was, of shit. It was something crazy. Yeah, they, they got a... They, the Wolfington Brothers, maybe. It was it was something like Wolfenstein or something. Not yeah. Wolfenstein, that's a video game, but still. 
I'm pretty sure it's Wolfington. I could be wrong. But anyway, they, they're, they're messing with our crops and getting on our roofs. Mm. But maybe it's aliens. Oh, who knows? We know. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>